Welcome to the Rise of the Ageless Starman. Today I host Dr. Ilya Stembler. Ilya, thank you for coming and joining today. Um, Ilya, you are uh, the director of, of uh, research and development at uh, Shmuel Arofe Hospital and the chief science officer at VETEC uh, organization. Uh, for the audience, uh, will, I will uh, just give a little bit uh, brief. You are, you, you are one of the major con contributors in Israel to the movement of aging uh, research. Um, so again, thank you for uh, joining me today and tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, you said most of it. I am uh, Director of Research and Development at Shmuel Arofet Geriatric Medical Center. It's Israel's largest uh, geriatric medical center with over 100,000 uh, elderly under its jurisdiction. And I am also um, uh, the Chief Science Officer of uh, VETEC, uh, the Movement for Longevity and Quality of Life, an NGO that was started uh, by Rafi Eitan, uh, uh, may his memory be blessed, and uh, now we are a leading organization to, um, uh, to coordinate, to promote um, healthy longevity research and development. Uh, so that's basically our, my main credentials right now. And can you tell a little bit about your uh, uh, new role at uh, Shmuel Arofe? Is it con connected to the longevity research? Yes, of course, it's actually working uh, with the real uh, elderly patients. Uh, that's the people for whom we want to improve health. It's not some abstract uh, theories, but uh, the actual people uh, who are suffering, who have uh, fractures and, and incontinence and frailty. And uh, so um, uh, the, the medical staff does excellent job to treat them, uh, but also research is important to look for new ways. Um, I'm not going to enter into details of particular projects. I hope uh, to report later on, but uh, we're advancing on in several directions to uh, strengthen clinical research as okay. well as improve collaborations. So. Can you um, emphasize uh, just what 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 is the age that you and Shmuel Arofe? define as uh, old? Well, uh, the, the legal definition of the elderly is uh, over 65 years old in Israel, but uh, the population in, this, in Shmuel Arofe, it's a geriatric hospital, so uh, the people usually come from uh, really from 60 until uh, 100 years. There are people who are uh, 95, 97 years old. So, Elia, in the recent years, you did a lot of work to push the Israeli government to invest in aging research. What are the results of that effort? And what do the government officials understand today that they didn't uh, even uh, consider three years ago? And after, tell us what are the future uh, plans? Right. Uh, so, first of all, it's not just me. Uh, I work in a team. So, first of all, it's our association, of course, VETEC, but also we work in cooperation 
with another association called uh, uh, Disabled Not Half a Person, uh, led by uh, Alex Friedman and Hanan Tal. Uh, they did huge work to improve the conditions for the disabled in Israel, their patients, and now they also promote uh, healthy longevity research, so we work together. And together we also promoted um, this issue in Knesset. We held uh, two discussions, two special committees, uh, Knesset committees on, on this issue. Last year and uh, just a few days ago, I'm happy to report that the topic of uh, enhancing research, development and education for the promotion of healthy longevity and prevention of aging-related diseases, that's the whole name of the topic, this was included into the Israel National Master Plan on Aging, uh, so that's an important uh, policy and policy achievement. Uh, uh, still, there is a long way to go to uh, to turn this into actual uh, actual uh, work programs, actual funding, but still a good uh, milestone that was achieved. Uh, and already last year, uh, new calls for research proposals, specifically on healthy aging, were issued by the Ministry of Science, among others. And we hope uh, this uh, this uh, will be developed further on, more calls for research proposals, more uh, courses in universities. So so it's a work in progress. It's, it's, it's a long road ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Is it um, you put yourself a time frame? So like in five years, there will be budget or it's still not even uh, being talked about the funding we are already talking about the funding but uh, the time frame is very simple uh, uh, we need uh, to get therapists very soon uh, to to be able to help uh, our parents ourselves so we we don't have uh, much much time so we're really running against against the clock here so uh, the, the sooner the better so i hope uh, not even in five but in, uh, in the less time but there'll be okay uh, and Ilya, you are very involved not only in Israel, in the, in, uh, the, in the rest of the world. And let's say with what you saw already, if money wasn't a problem and there was a budget for research, you think there are enough quality, quality uh, workforce to create a significant progress in the, in the field? Excellent question. You know, you cannot solve everything just by throwing money at it. You know, if you give uh, uh, an unqualified researcher uh, billions of dollars, he will no, not uh, find any cures. We need uh, need to educate the the researchers. We we need to to improve their their thinking capacity, uh, their skills. That is very important. Maybe even more important uh, than the, the actual funding. Yes, uh, you can't do anything without funding. But if you don't know how to work, if you don't know how to solve problems, if you're uneducated, uh, you are not going to uh, to create therapies. So uh, that's why our program is research, development and education. So education, uh, improving the quality of workforce is very important and it doesn't cost a lot of money. It doesn't cost a lot of money, but it is a necessary condition. So, uh, no, I don't think money is the whole issue here. I think we also need to, to develop the, the human capital. Yes, yeah, so part of the reasons why I do this podcast is to uh, raise awareness um, to the topic. So uh, young students, 
uh, will even uh, recognize that this kind of career is uh, is ex exists. It's uh, it's a real thing. It's it's one of the things that I think we need to. As you said, it doesn't cost a lot to raise awareness, and a lot can can be done. Uh, very important. It, very important. Just to, to emphasize this point, it's very important that uh, young students, talented students, get into the field. If they, if they, even if they don't expect to earn a lot of uh, money, there will be money in it. But still, uh, at first, uh, there's some um, uh, some uh, altruism uh, involved. Uh, so it's very important. People are aware. People get interested, and then start thinking about it. Yes, the I believe that. Uh, if a young student today needs to decide, and uh, if even if he wants to think about the money, then he needs to take in consider that in ten years the technological advance will will be so so improved that uh, that that maybe product could be already been uh, delivered in, in the field. And ten years for uh, someone that is going to do a master and a PhD is a, is a time frame that he he can allow to himself. So the money will I think will come in ten years in this uh, field, and and that they will have a lot of advantage because they will be first in the 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 first uh, wave of people that that are uh, doing products in the fields so i hope people will uh, go to this field and if you if tomorrow aging has been cured totally and there is no more work to do on it what will you do for the rest of your life well i don't think it will ever happen uh... You're going to cure aging. Uh, we're going to uh, make in incremental improvements, uh, uh, make aging uh, less and less of a disease-causing uh, process. So uh, even uh, let's say if we uh, if we completely abolish the damages of aging, uh, there will still be a lot of work to do. There still be other uh, threats uh, to our lives. Uh, so it's a really work in progress. I don't see any any end of it um, in sight. Uh, so. Uh, and uh, even if we made a huge, huge achievement, huge success, we shouldn't uh, rest because this achievement will uh, uh, very soon vanish and uh, new threats will uh, will emerge. So we should be always, uh, always working, always in progress. So I see um, myself occupied uh, for decades, very hopefully. Yeah, and there is the um, not only the the biologic problem, but the mental problem for uh, aging population, and that is a lot of work too. So, it, uh, can you explain a little bit more about VETEC and what the new paradigm for uh, anti-aging research that the uh, VETEC uh, organization is taking now? Well, VETEC uh, combines uh, the expertise of some of the leading uh, researchers in the field in Israel. Uh, uh, we have a very respectable uh, advisory board member. Uh, we organize conferences, uh, for example, um, in September, on September 4 and 5. Uh, this year, I make a little promotion. Our organization co-organizes, not solely organized, but co-organizes a large conference on geroscience. 
uh, at Weizmann Institute together with organizations like uh, like American Federation for Aging Research and uh, uh, co-sponsored by the National Institute on Aging. Uh, so it is a very important conference, also bringing together um, uh, many important um, uh, scientists in the field. And basically, the the paradigm that we advance is the zero science paradigm, which means that uh, if we learn how to intervene, how to therapeutically intervene into aging, we will be able to postpone not one uh, disease but several age-related diseases at once, and in this way extend healthy lifespan, extend healthy longevity. That's the main idea. That's what we advocate, um, so I hope um, there'll be more awareness and more support for this kind of paradigm. Can you tell us about three scientists in Israel today that uh, the re research shows a potential for a breakthrough? First, there are more than three. Uh, they just look at the program of our conference. Uh, there, there are great many excellent uh, Israeli scientists working in this field. I could uh, name, uh, for example, just an example. I'm Cohen with sirtuins extending healthy lifespan in mice uh, by about 20% by simple genetic manipulation. The work of uh, Valery Grzanowski, a pioneer in the field of uh, uh, senescent uh, cell research, also working on is to diagnose, to, uh, to, to measure the level of senescent cells, the work of uh, Michael Schwartz um, uh, on uh, Alzheimer therapy by uh, by strengthening the, the, the immune system. So here you have the, the three people already, but there are great many others, uh, but we don't have time to, to enter this field. This field is really burgeoning in Israel. You asked about three years ago. I think even three years ago there weren't as many uh, researchers involved in the field, uh, and I expect that this uh, will only go. Where, where can a person find the details for uh, this uh, conference? Uh, the online, just uh, Google Geroscience uh, Israel or International Perspectives on Geroscience. The registration is almost closed, but still there are a few places uh, to uh, to see the lectures from the from the foyer. Uh, but still, it's important to gather to network, um, so it will be helpful. Or you can visit my uh, Facebook page. <laughs> I publish a lot of information uh, there. Okay. And what other uh, ventures or projects exist in Israel today in the field? The field is, is really beginning to flourish in Israel. Uh, recently, um, uh, our association, VETEC, in cooperation uh, with the British association called uh, Aging Analytic Agency, we issued a large report called uh, Longevity Industry in Israel. There was a coverage of it in uh, Israel 21st century. So basically we presented a broad overview of the field in Israel as it exists now. It's about 575 pages. Uh, it includes uh, non-profits and, um, and, and conferences and uh, some of the emerging companies. So I really recommend uh, having a look at, 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 this, uh, at this report. Uh, Quite a lot of uh, things, uh, quite a lot of uh, ventures are emerging in Israel, as well as collaborations, international collaborations with Israel. Uh, so have a look, and uh, it really show, shows that uh, the field is, is really growing, and uh, Israel can really become an important player in this field. Yes, and we have uh, in Israel a large uh, data databases that are uh, very unique to research uh, as a result of the structure 
of our, our uh, health system. Uh, it's quite unique as, as I uh, know. So what do you think can a common people uh, do to help to advance aging research and to achieve uh, healthy longevity th therapies sooner? It is also also excellent question. That's basically what we do. That's what your podcast does. That uh, what our social media do. We need to raise awareness. Uh, we need to, to get people thinking about it, uh, working for it, uh, uh, supporting uh, financially, volunteering for this research. Because uh, if there will be no uh, uh, no public interest, uh, there simply uh, no. There will be simply no therapies. There will be no governmental support because government will only support this if they see public interest, if they see that uh, people will vote for, for this topic uh, when time comes. If uh, there is no public support, uh, there is uh, no science because, you know, scientists also uh, work if they feel there is a, uh, there is a uh, social need, a social demand. Uh, so it is very important for the common public, uh, for all of us to, to, to become interested, to, to learn about this topic, uh, to support uh, however we can. And this way, the um, uh, the scientific uh, the scientific elite, the, the the scientists who are actually working in this field, um, uh, will have the the support, the uh, the encouragement that they need. Yeah. Well, what I thought to start to promote is a hackathon, because hackathons are a great uh, event for uh, collecting. Uh, very quality uh, employee from uh, multi-discipline uh, programs because I know it's not only biology here and besides of that uh, to start uh, show all those people that we can uh, we can start work on it on the short run to give them something just to expose them idea really that's really bringing some of the brightest uh, uh, Israeli students into the field in a very easy way and a very effective way even some uh, uh, practical uh, uh, developments can emerge from this uh, some some uh, some diagnostic algorithms well I hope uh, some, I, ho I hope we we succeed to raise this uh, kind of event soon okay so uh, Ilya, thank you very much for, for uh, joining me today. You wanna, you have a message to the future? First of all, thank you for, for hosting this. And I would just encourage everybody, you know, to, to bring as much awareness as possible. Uh, one, uh, uh, one excuse to do this is uh, very soon, um, in October, we'll have the so-called uh, International Longevity Month. That is a campaign that we've been running since 2013. And basically, we invite people to organize events, as well as media promotions, podcasts, publish articles, all in support of longevity research. We had events in, we can say, in hundreds of, you know, hundreds of events in dozens of countries. So um, whoever is listening to it, uh, to this podcast, is also welcome to, to think of ways uh, he can promote uh, the field, specifically in October, but also uh, throughout the year. And this way we can uh, create the critical mass uh, for the field to go forward. Thank you, Ili. Thank you.